Welcome to the Flock Podcast, a show where we talk about video games, movies, news, and everything else we have been doing throughout the week. I'm Dewey, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends, this time in person, Bob. Bitcoin Bob. And Connor. Why doesn't our theme song have lyrics? It should have words, right? What would the words be? Bob, spit some bars. Video games, talking video games. It'll be like that, but it'll be like one of those like vocoder things. Video games, talking video games. Video game, monging video games. We can get one of the people who doesn't have a throat to do it. (laughs) Doesn't have a throat. Someone with a tracheotomy. No throat. Could you you (laughs) lay down some tracks? Guy with no throat. Uh, uh, Swipe left, please. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Dewey the throat goat here, tell to, tell, here to tell you to swipe right. Uh, how's everyone been? Really good. Uh, it's been... <sighs> what? Connor, I heard you joined the military. I did. I enlisted. I you joined preemptively got your hair cut. The army. <laughs> uh, I was inspired by Tyler. Uh, I was like, damn... I don't want to steal Valor anymore. I want to buy Valor? Buy Valor? Uh, purchase Valor? Receive Valor. Receive Valor, yeah. I want to receive Valor. So I went down to my local recruiter and I said, um, I want to kill for Uncle yeah, Sam. I was going to say. <laughs> and he said, sir, how old are you? I said, old enough to party. And he said, yeah, you are. We need enthusiastic young men like you. Uh they gave sign, me a li- sign on the dotted line. I said, you don't need to like do a medical check. He said, nope. We'll pay for college. I said, I'm in. Uh, ship out to boot camp next weekend. Oh. But don't worry, guys. He is allowed to do a remote recording yeah. while at boot camp. I'll be... Uh, they e- we emailed his teacher every <laughs> yeah. time. They, they, they said it was it. cool. They call me Private Joker. <laughs> Private Joker. What if- I don't get that. It's... What if I did like a like a collab between Full Metal Jacket and The Joker? So I'm like I'm Private Joker, but I've got Joker makeup on. So in Full Metal Jacket, I'm Public Joker. Everyone knows that I'm the fucking Joker. <laughs> I don't have to be Joker. I'm private. I thought Full Metal Jacket was going to be like a prequel to Iron Man. <laughs> Interesting. What what made you think that? Well, Iron Man, he's got a full metal suit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Iron Man. I, you said Iron Man, and I was thinking Iron Giant. And I was like, what would make you think that? No. Apparently, there's a on the director's cut of Iron Giant, there's a scene where the Iron Giant has a flashback to like annihilating other planets and like re- remembering that he was built to be a weapon. I can see that happening. It seems like a cool scene. <laughs> yeah. Iron Giant is just American Godzilla. Is it though? Is that true? He's supposed to be, but he's like a weapon. He's an alien. He's he's like a sweetheart, right? Yeah. I mean, you could could argue. (laughs) You can't. Maybe they had it coming. That's the sound of his. My favorite Vin Diesel role. Yeah. Yeah. He did Groot too, didn't he? Yeah, but those movies are not fun. They aren't. And of all the... When I was re-watching the Marvel movies, I skipped those. 
because I was like, these just don't do anything for me. They're annoying to me. Yeah. I don't know anything about that universe, but just like, (laughs) it it does the thing that I hate in sci-fi where an alien is just a human, but purple. Yeah. It does that. Yeah. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like immediately out. Yep. Yeah. They got to be real fucked up looking for (laughs) me to watch that shit. (laughs) They I gotta, gotta look. I like, gotta be like, what the what the heck like is going on? What am I even looking the, at? <clears throat> they gotta look like the dudes in the jizz band. Oh, they play uh, the cantina music, the modal nodes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jizz. They have to look like jizz. It's like space jazz. That's what it's called. Yeah. I need to be just constantly so everyone, just a, thinking yeah. about cum the whole time I'm looking just at an what, alien. Just so everyone at at home knows, the music that they're playing in the cantina in Star Wars is called jizz. <laughs> That's the name of the song. Or no, is it the genre? It's the, the genre. genre. How do you spell it? J I Z Z. That's a George Lucas original. God bless that man. I'm gonna kill him with a gun. And then I think it's like the blue guy's like Bimbo Fuckus or something like that. I can't remember. They're all no, it's the, the name allegedly. Of the, the I'm not name? going to do it. It's a. a I remember the the blue guy. Satire. Blue guy has a crazy name that I. Uh, Figure and Dan. Figure and Dan in the modal nodes. <laughs> Is the Cantina Band. Fingering Dan. Figuring Dan. <laughs> yes. That's what I said. Fingering Dan. <laughs> Anyways, this is a video game podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> we don't talk about obscure movies like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love film. Anything else that it, that we want to get off our chest? Bob's rescued me way, like so many times in the past 48 hours. Am I your neediest friend? Be honest, Bob. I need me. Bob to be here almost every week, so that's pretty. That's like a ongoing. Thing. He's. I'm. I'm just constantly breaking down on everything I'm doing. He's. He's helped me fix my car, my scooter, my bike. I'm not. I'm not good for many things, but I can pick people up. I think you're good at a lot of things. If 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 I'm you being completely the honest. Question. Am I your neediest friend? <laughs> I need to know. Okay, so the the friend list, first of all, is very short. It's true. So on on my the scale of neediest, okay, it's uh it's not a deep well, right? So there's like four people. There's like three people that I have am needier than. Yes. So I wouldn't say that neediest friend <laughs> is an indicator of your general neediness. It level. just means I'm poor, so my shit's always breaking. <laughs> I'm your poorest friend. You can say it. Um, are you my poorest friend? No, it's probably me. Mm-hmm. I look like I have money, but I actually have debt. <laughs> I, ha- I have debt, and I don't even look like I have money. Yeah, but you have debt for a good reason, probably. No, I, I bought a shitty car that keeps breaking. That's like half my debt. No, not half, but... Uh, Does I, went this to, look I went to school for some pretty useless shit. This this is more valuable than my education, I would say. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Bob, okay. Poorest friend. Should I name them? I want I want to do I want to do a friends tier list. Be like who, Jesus. Who superlatives just, you mean? Yeah, but I want to be like, well, Eric Hoyt, he's like a, he's like a C. Cause like he's like a real good friend when he's around you, but when he's not, he's a terrible friend. Like that's a good example. And he could br- br- he could be more viable, but 
he just isn't you know you should try living with him wait <laughs> let's do it where we have where we have a, you, Eric. a friends draft okay and we put together like a, a fantasy friends team yeah and then we use that as currency so it's like damn like let me get a highball and you're like okay i'll give you a highball if you trade me tyler wall okay <laughs> That's what Tyler's worth too. <laughs> highball energy. Highball. I would trade a highball for Tyler Wall. We're also talking about. I don't think Eric or Tyler listen to this, and I don't That's think fine. anyone who listens. I don't think most people who listen to this will know everybody we were talking about. But it'd be interesting. Tyler's mm. at least been on this podcast yeah, before. He would. He has. He would. He would. He has. It's it's possible. I'm rearing to talk about some video games. Wow, jumping right in. Shit. Down. I, I, don't, I don't mean to do that to him, but sometimes I'm you excited. have to do it to him. And I'm I'm here to listen because I love video games. Do you? It's my friend Dewey. He <sighs> yeah. allegedly loves video games. You might not know that from my recent things that I've been doing, but what are yeah, your recent things you've been doing? Just manga. I've been reading a lot of manga. What if I got really into manga for like a week? And I was like, I hate this. I don't understand a single thing. Uh-huh. There, I'm reading it. I, all the stories are going backwards. It's in Japanese. <laughs> it's in Japanese and I'm reading it back front to back. <laughs> what if I keep going in reverse? Uh, that'd be a good twist. No, but me and co-host Connor mm-hmm. have been playing a game. We have been playing a game. I want to hear about it. Well, I... I put the trailer okay. in the list and I I, th- I would like you to play this trailer and I would like to for you to narrate what is going on here. Is this the first blood video you said? This, this game is <laughs> is under development, so it's it's been under develop, develop <coughs> it's been under development for a year. Really? Yes. I didn't realize that. Because I was doing more research and apparently like September twenty twenty was its original. Interesting. I'm playing it through the speakers and not our headphones. I hope that's okay. That's fine. There's no Yeah, dialogue. just narrate what you see, what you think is going on. What does it look like? I feel like you've talked about this before and it looks like Breath of the Wild <laughs> immediately. <laughs> like I think it's the character being blue. Everything like uh just you wait. Okay, he's got a bow. They got the even the cycle. Yeah, that elephant motorcycle the, the, the movement of some Okay, yeah. So it looks like uh, it just looks like Breath of the Wild, but he just caught a giraffe with a pokeball. Okay, Cra- Craftopia. You know, I don't, I don't know whether it speaks to this name convention or just these games in general. But I saw Craftopia, and I thought this was a different game than the trailer I'm seeing right now. This is all over the place. There's a vehicle. There's there's a, there's a glider just like breath of the wild there's a it looks like you're doing some farming oh yeah so this is like a crafting like settlement sim oh there's some cows going on conveyor belts this seems like every this seems like a lot of stuff that you fuck with there's a gratuitous amount of animal abuse (laughs) yeah there are some foxes of all animals running on like treadmills to keep energy going there's some uh f- like snowboard freestyle y- you even have the bullet time from breath of the wild where if yep. you're in the air you can shoot your arrow slowly but then also a lot of the 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 models of the the characters are like clipping through areas and stuff yeah yes it is very it's much an janky. indie game 
is very janky. All things considered, doesn't look too terrible. Looks like fun. So, Craftopia. I was on uh, Game Pass. <clears throat> this popped up uh, under like recent ads. And it was like, preview, game preview, still under development. Try this game out. And I was like, I read the description and I was like, huh, I watched the trailer and I was like, this is going to suck. But it's co-op. We should try it. And I'd say like an hour in, we were like, this is sick. Interesting. If you go to the Steam store for it, the list of tags for like genre is incredibly long. I can imagine just by looking at all that, it's like action, puzzle, probably. Anime, RPG. Yeah. Like monster catcher. Uh crafting uh base building vehicle it's like driving so wild and they're they blatantly <clears throat> stylistically it's a blatant breath of the wild ripoff yeah mixed with like maybe like a genshin impact yeah which is already a lot of people have been like this is just that game yeah. this is just breath of the wild and then it, there's a lot it's a japanese developer and there's a lot of very japanese things in it like all of the animals and you poop. Interesting. And you can just collect that. On the ground, just right there. Just randomly. Okay. <clears throat> like poop. You do, do you pull down your pants at all? Nope. Just drops okay. out. A of little you. pink poop pops out. Nice. It's kind of cute. Ground. Okay. Yeah, it, I was reading like I was reading the description and they're like, We tried to combine all of our favorite games into one game. And I was like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. It's like I did so I skipped the intro. Bob knows a little bit more about the lore mm -hmm. than me. I mean, the lore of the game makes no sense. Well, like looking at it, it looks like Breath of the Wild. So it's kind of got like a vaguely medieval vibe. Yeah. But on top of that, there was like the hoverboard snowboard thing. Yeah. Like I feel like even in Breath of the Wild, they give you the, I don't even remember the, the name. The, the, well, the, the, the Sheikah Slate, but they also in the DLC you can get that, that oh, the, the horse, but it's a motorcycle, yeah. basically. But they explain that like as this like ancient technology thing. This yeah. is just you build a gun. Yeah, you build a spaceship. That's what I was noticing <laughs> at looking look when I was looking at that stuff. It was like, oh, that just looks like a dune buggy. Yeah. So I in, I think in the canon of the game you are displaced from time. And you're like put into this world where you you're crafting like when you hit like milestones and you're crafting unlockables, mm -hmm. it'll be like the dark ages or like the Renaissance or mm -hmm. like space age or whatever. And it's like every time you hit one of those milestones, you unlock a new tier of things you can craft that are like like when that originally it was like you can smelt iron and stuff like that and now we're at a point where we can build like automated uh tree cutting robots and or tree yeah. cutting drones and yeah. shit like that we're making batteries and shit very weird put out the drones to <laughs> deforest everything i mean it's like i definitely feel like there's like you could read it as like anti-capitalist undertones of like this is what progress like leads to is just like like some of the some of the mission like there are uh missions that it gives you yeah and some of them were like cut down a thousand trees yeah you know uh kill 10 cows in 10 seconds like yeah. kill a cow by chopping its head like it's all like everything is kind of like steered toward like in in being more industrious yeah through like increasing yeah 
technological advancement i've heard i've heard a lot of reads in that and then like imperialist like oh go to this island and just deforest it and then come back with all this stuff it's like it's funny that there's like it's just more on it feels more on the nose yeah Yeah, for sure you like the 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 pokemon part of it is you can make these little pokeball things and catch enemies yeah or just wildlife in general just cows and so we haven't really gotten far enough to figure out why like the reason to do a lot of it, but at least one thing is if you build these generators, uh-huh. which is like a big hamster wheel. Yeah, we were like, can't figure out how to make them work, and then we realized that you have to workers. You have to catch like a cow in the pokeball, and then throw the pokeball at the generator, and the cow pops out and runs in the treadmill nice. until it dies. Yeah, <laughs> so it has like a, a like a decreasing health bar as it's running, <laughs> but not even like energy, just health. Yeah, and we're like. We're like, oh, I, do we have to feed it? We like tried to feed it. That didn't work. <laughs> no. We tried to like do something to like keep it energized. And no, you just work it until it literally just drops dead. And then you find another creature to throw in there. <laughs> it's so you just fucking find weird. another being to throw into the meat grinder. Basically. <laughs> literally, yeah. Does it, does it, when it, when the animal dies, do can you use it at all? Or is it just I mean, like, it's like it drops it, its stuff? Yeah. Okay, like cool. it drops its hide and its, its gear. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's just so weird that like that's how it decided like this is how we're gonna power the generators. It's, yeah, you, you have can't to even kill animals. You can't even like switch them out or anything like that. It's just like nope. That this is your fate. You're now a worker to the death. But Might I kind be- I kind of got the vibe that you can catch like enemy characters, and because there were certain items that aid in like your uh, your relationship with things. Mm-hmm. So I think you can catch enemies, and then make them like you and then they'll fight with you. Yeah. Which chill. seems cool. I think it has a lot of potential. <clears throat> like I like it's already fun. It's very janky. Extremely janky. Uh I've no I noticed like so the island you go to different islands. The island we're on right now is like pretty big. It's like two separate islands uh connected with this really long big bridge. And if Bob's back at our home base on one island and I venture too far away from him so that the game has to like load the whole island yeah my frame rate starts dropping real quick (laughs) damn uh but i think once the game like once they finish it i think it's gonna it it could be really really cool i was about to say this all sounds like that you're like let's do everything so this is the last game anyone ever has to play you say that (laughs) Mm -hmm. but the other trailer i put in the google doc yeah is from the same developer and this is supposed to come out next year all right and Uh, take a look at this game i was gonna say it's called pal world pal world i feel like i've heard about tell me if you notice anything peculiar about this (laughs) it looks very very pokemon ish (laughs) you uh you can ride on pokemon you can also fire automatic weapons You, this person was flying with one arm holding on to the bird and then shooting what looks to be just, just an assault, assault rifle. rifle. <laughs> yeah, skip, skip a little farther ahead. Now you're riding on the back of a... Okay. There's also crafting. Penguin workers. Yes. You are building a house. I, some, of the, some of your, I think they're called pals, are working on your farm. They just look like Pokemon. They look exactly like Pokemon. So this is the exact same game you just showed us. Except bl- for. Except for, <laughs> except for there's third person uh, assault rifles. And there's like one shot of her petting what looks exactly like an Eevee. And the next shot is just shooting an AK-47. <laughs> okay. 
she's using the 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 what is it the sheep pokemon yeah as a shield like a human shield Living shield while taking automatic weapon fire this is it, this looks like a oh my god <laughs> explain that so I, I see a shot and it's a conveyor belt assembly line style uh just a line of guns and then little pokemon workers <laughs> all in a row building building the, the guns on an assembly line <laughs> Like each of each of these pals has a an actual like Pokemon analog to it. Yes, they're they're, they're each a bootleg Pokemon, <laughs> which is not surprising coming from uh, Pocket Pair, which is the the developer. Because yeah. I mean everything in Craftopia is just blatantly taken from some other game. Yeah, but they do it in such a bizarre way that it it's. It works. It works. Somehow. That game gave me... Dewey, Dewey's just handed me Bullet Girls Fantasia for the PS4. This is a game that I bought from PlayAsia because I was like, this will be fun to play. And it gave me that kind of vibe of like... That game also gave me that the shitty unity engine remember when i played a uh, hentai stranding or whatever the hell yes, it was yes it gives me that vibe where it's like this is the exact same asset flip of like this game third person and that's what that game feels like bull girl fantasia it and it's like a third person shooter shooter and you just mow down people <laughs> and the story is that you are a girl or a bunch of girls who got transported into this medieval world so you're fighting like skeletons and like weird dark myth medieval shit, but you just have guns. You just have like AK-47s and AR-15s. Very sick. And that's what that, the vibe of just like behind the shoulder doesn't look that great. It gives me that kind of vibe. Yeah. Or like I'm, the vibe of hentai stranding or red dead hentai <laughs> two or whatever the hell. They could, there's so many of those games. I just, I fully support everything Pocket Pair does because it's like, Craftopia, it's it's a big mix of a bunch of games, but a lot of weird shit thrown in there also. Yeah. And it's like this is interesting and, and creative. And then Pal World is just straight up like, oh, we're gonna do Pokemon mixed with like uh, Harvest Moon, but also a third person shooter. Yeah. I don't know how are they getting I I know that like intellectual property laws are different in Japan, but like how would I how they are they not getting sued? I don't know. They're just. Do Are you sure they're from Japan? Yes. Okay. Uh, Pocket Pair's CEO said, "We don't want Pal World to be a beautiful and perfect. We want to inject elements of darker themes, including exploitation and violence." <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Great. So Hell yeah. on your like brightly colored Pokemon clone, we're we're gonna put in themes of exploitation and violence. Interesting. Oh, I can't wait for everything they do because this is my favorite developer right now. They seem like they're putting out quality work. I just hope that it's not quality work. <laughs> no, they they will soon to be have they're, having quality work. My initial thought when we started playing is like this game is dr trying to do way too much mm -hmm. and it's going to suck. But somehow it works. Yeah. the The more we got into it, the more it was like they're not okay. So from from first glance, we were like. This is just going to be a straight up ripoff of these other games. Mm -hmm. And then the, I feel like the more we got into it, the more it was like, 
oh, this is actually very different from yeah. these other games. Yeah. It's very much its own thing. I really like the way that like combat works and then the way that you can like um <clears throat> like loot and like building stats and getting new like yeah. abilities. Like yeah. Bob's focused on more like melee combat, whereas like I've focused on like magic. Mm-hmm. So I have like a bunch of like magic attacks and like like protection spells and, and healing spells and stuff. It's got full on like RPG skill trees that you can build out. So it's awesome. Does it yeah. have presents you have to give? <laughs> no, what, no. I don't know. It might. I don't know. Next a, a lot up, of next the, update. You a lot of the things in the in the list will say like WIP next to them. Yeah. Or it'll say coming soon. Yeah. There is fishing. There you, is fishing. You craft some bracers that you give to your cow as a gift before it dies and, <laughs> and you raise its affinity and then you can go on a date with it. So yeah, when we're, when we're like going through, dun- there's like dungeons and stuff. We'll be going through a dungeon and yeah, Bob and I will be fighting a boss. He'll just be like right up next to it, slashing it up and I'm like throwing spells at it and like healing. And mm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's sick. Like you, you, there's so many ways you can play and I don't know. I think it has a lot of potential. I'm, <laughs> I'm really having a lot it. of fun. It sounds like what I wish Minecraft was it, or like what I wish the aspects of Dragon Quest builders were in, in more more when it comes to playing with someone because Dragon okay. Quest builders was a lot of going around. You have like specific things you're supposed to do, but it's also like gardening, building. Uh, you can do other things. Like obviously this has a lot more shit. I will say that the building, yeah, it's very Fortnite in its yeah, building. It's very, yeah, 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 very Fortnite. But also, we haven't really figured out a reason to build anything. I feel that. I built one thing to get to an island in the sky, and that's the only reason I've built anything. Yeah. That's uh, what we're all building, you like, know? We, I, we haven't... I don't think either of us have died yet. Yeah, neither of us have died yet. They definitely... I think maybe... Like, it's possible in this, like, preview version that they just nerfed everything. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're, we're OP as fuck. Or it could be a thing already. like, uh, what's it called? Uh, what was that one game that had proceed like world you go into and it looks like a PS1 game, but it has like really good, I forget what it's called. Valheim? Valheim. Valheim. It's very, it feels like Valheim. It's like Valheim, but Valheim had this thing where it's like, you're having a good time, then you go to an island and you just get like one hit, like killed by something and shit like that. And it's like, oh, well. I got to grind a lot more. Yeah. I mean, we're only on the second island. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll go to the next one. And it'll just yeah. be fucked up. Looking at the vibe mm-hmm. of that game, it doesn't feel like it would be, but also if they're putting in themes of whatever you said, <laughs> depression, <laughs> and, yeah, just a depression and anxiety, <laughs> uh, I could see them being like, let's just raise the difficulty real quick. I don't know. I, I love those types of games because I even like the aspect of, you go out and just focus on getting wood. I'll work on getting us food and then we all like come back and like mm-hmm. build shit or just put it all into a chest, sleep, and then we'll start over again and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I don't, I feel like they're doing their themselves a disservice by making it look blatantly like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I don't know if that is maybe, you know, like you were saying, like the Unity engine, like these are just presets we had. So mm-hmm. we're going to use all of these skins instead of like taking time to make our own 3D models and stuff. Yeah. But if they had just made it look different, mm-hmm. I feel like this game would be like on its own in like on a super innovative type shit. 
even though it's taking all these ideas from other games that they're doing it in such a bizarre unique way yeah there's also something to be said that like there's a reason that the games they're taking from are good it's like if you could take all the favorite parts from your favorite games and put it in one game why wouldn't you yeah, yeah. and yeah. if they're doing it with like obviously some kind of success now if they keep working at it it could be you know a joke but it could be like oh this is like the only game you ever have to play because it's got everything for you <laughs> and you said like you've seen like comments in like comment sections on youtube yeah. and stuff where like seems to be mostly positive reviews like people who play it like it but on the trailer comments yeah all the people are like of course this looks like uh like a way to rip off breath of the wild or like yeah. this is a rip off of this because it has that like transmorphers transformers kind of like this is the knockoff mm-hmm. that your grandma's gonna get instead yeah like it, it has we have, that we, we have breath of the wild at home, breath of the wild at home. <laughs> yeah it's it like presents that way but in actuality it's its own like bizarre game yeah it's probably just stuff on the out to, to be like on the outside to get you in and then realize that it's not what yeah. you got but it's also something that you, you sometimes it find you find that you get what you need <laughs> and it doesn't feel like there's a, like a lot of pressure to grind yeah like I've, i have like we've been doing missions and we've been like achieving goals but just because we want to, I haven't felt like, oh, we need to like get to a spot where we're like more comfortable so that we're not struggling. It's like, like I, I wanted this one hat that would, looked cool and would make my magic increase. So I like spent some time like going off and like killing this specific enemy that dropped this certain material that I needed to make my hat. Dude, while Bob was like working on like something else, so like we, I like would go off and like do my own thing because I wanted this hat. Yeah, you know. There's and, also so many different items so you can craft like you kill a skeleton and you get bones you kill uh uh like a cow and you get cow meat but like there's different different tiers of those enemies Mm -hmm. so in your inventory you'll have 20 bones and then if you click on that it'll subdivide it into like you have five bones from like a skeleton warrior and if you craft something with those bones It'll do like plus four attack, minus three defense, whatever else. And then the other bones will be like pl- like plain bones Damn. or like normal bones. And that'll be like no stat boost. And then other ones will be like diseased skeleton or whatever. And it'll be like negative attack, negative magic, negative. Like yeah, every every single craftable thing like that has properties. Will have its own properties. That's and wild. if you craft stuff out of it, it'll like boost or take away stats. It also does something that I don't think I've seen in another game where if you have a raw material you can look at the details of it and it'll tell you i don't know if it's everything but it'll tell you several things you can make with it okay i so like, like that i we got like this like chest and it had this like rare element in it that i'd never seen and i went into the details and it was like uh had a list of things you could make and i was like oh what's that and i clicked it and it was like oh it's this banner that stops enemies from spawning near you so mm-hmm. i was like oh i want to make that and it gives you details on how you make it like yeah. you make it using this kind of craft table you need to combine these different materials and then like it ex- the game explains to you how to make the thing i really like that because when i was playing minecraft and i was trying to craft stuff i would i would be like I'd forget that I'd have to do it at a crafting table or yeah. I could only do it in some place. So I'd be like, why can't I fucking make fire or whatever? <laughs> and I was like playing by myself. The first time I started playing, I was playing by myself and I was like, 
I really like the idea of discovering stuff, but can I please have like a prompt that reminds me that I've already, how, how I did this when I discover it? Cause I'll yeah. do something and then I'll forget how I did it and just yeah. be like, wh- yep. where do I have to do this again at a furnace? But I'm like, <laughs> and so, there's like not just one way to do anything. Like, yeah. so we started farming and we like set up the plots of land that you plant seed in and grow. So you plant the seed and then you need to water it so you can build a well if you want. And that way you have like easy access to water. But I just learned a spell where I could just create water with magic. Hmm. So then I was like, all right, Bob, you sow the seeds. I'll make water using magic and then I'll water the plants. So like we don't have to make a well. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very expansive game for how like seemingly early in development it is. Yeah. I mean... it's it feels extremely early access. It's very glitchy. Mm-hmm. It's very like sometimes you'll just clip through things. Uh, an enemy, the ghost, the ghost cow. Yeah, <laughs> a, a cow died on the hamster wheel. Yeah, and then it like clipped off the hamster wheel and was just like running in place <laughs> in the middle of like a o- only visible to Connor. Only visible to me. <laughs> Bob couldn't see it. And I was like, do you see this cow just running? And he's like, no, the cow's dead. And I was like, I see it running on this platform. And I like jumped on top of it. I was standing on it. I was like, am I floating? And Bob's like, yeah, you're just floating. There. <laughs> yeah. So just, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of things like that. It's, it's, if you go to the dungeons, the dungeons are super bare. Yeah. Like it's basically just a hallway of like pre-rendered pillar things. Yeah. And you just like walk through and kill some enemies and then you get a bunch of chests at the end. So there's definitely things where they seemed like they were like, all right, well, let's just put this out as is. For everything else in the game, the dungeons feel like the biggest afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. Just because there's, it's like Kind of like Breath of the Wild. There's <laughs> <laughs> like something had to be in this game where you can do everything. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm glad they put in the work for the dune buggies though. <laughs> It's awesome though. If you have Game Pass, definitely worth installing. I think it's twelve gigs. So that's not yeah. even a, a huge game. Yeah. Damn. I love it. Yeah. Having Looking forward to playing more. Can't wait for Pal World to come out. So Hell I can yeah. fucking blow away Pichu. Yeah. <laughs> Just air hole with an AR fifteen. Use Charmander as a human shield. Yeah, and and then use them to light your fire and keep your generator going while you stay inside warm. Ah. Uh. Anyway, that's all I've been playing this week. Um, I don't think I've even watched much, so I might, ca- I might, I might tap out here. Damn! Can someone? I'm going to tag someone in. You said you were wa- you watched something. Yeah. So that that's all right. That's all I've been playing really. Uh, I cut like a day or two after our last podcast. I rolled credits for Disco Elysium, so I'm done. Oh but shit! I did it. Let's go. 67 hours, 68 hours, maybe. Rate it. Uh, eight out of ten. Nine out of ten. Eight point five. It's not a ten point scale. It's a five point it's a five scale. Point scale. Okay. Four. Thank you. Okay. Point three. Nope. No. No Just, points. That's not okay. A, four. Because if it was a point four point three, then it might as well be four eight, and eight. Eight point six. Yeah out of 10 <laughs> what if we just started rating stuff uh it's really, it was, lasagna it was, what would you do what would you guys give uh the rating of lasagna for depending my, uh, my mexican lasagna or regular just lasagna lasagna the idea of lasagna 
in general? Seven out of ten. You can't. We we just you just you told just said ten out out of out of five. Sorry. Oh, out of five, four. You should know better than that. You should I, know I would never rate anything out of ten. I was a, I misspoke. I don't. There's a moment of weakness, Bob. I'm sorry. He's only human, Bob. What do you What do you rate? What do you rate lasagna? Lasagna. I might have to hit it with a five. My mom, growing up, made some bomb lasagna, and that was like one of my favorite meals. Two, two. I don't like lasagna. What is wrong Hold with on. you, man? You I might, just, what I do you not like just about never it. had a good what lasagna. I, 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 that's probably true. What do you not like about it? It's just sauce and noodles, and there's so many other ways I like doing that, which is just regular pasta. But it's, there's more than sauce it's and noodles. Baked. It's baked. Maybe I just haven't I met it's the baked. right lasagna. You have ricotta. Yeah. Yep. I said that very British. Ricotta. Ricotta. <laughs> hey, you're paisan. Yeah? One out of five British people. In general or just British people? Two. I don't know. I don't think I know. I like all really. the British people I know a lot. I Okay. British comedy. Love it. British TV. Like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Well, so are we doing Britain? British people. British people. people. Yeah. Four. I think they got I, a lot of pedophiles over there, man. They, yeah, there's, there's a lot a, of pedophiles everywhere. Yeah, but over here. they specialize in that shit. They got a whole name, another name for it. What is it? Diddle bobs. Nonce. 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 Yeah. A nonce in England is a pedo. Noncing oh, is a verb. He's doing a little bit of noting, isn't he? Ain't nothing but a little bit of noting, ain't it? <laughs> That's right. You get a four, British people. So <laughs> for me, I was t- my my like childhood best friend lives in England, and she married a British man. I'm sorry. He's a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> I love him. Um, if you but, love me so much, why don't you marry him? Oh, wait. well, because he's already married to my best friend. Ah. Uh, I would marry him if I could and get some that citizenship, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but that citizen. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, I was at, I was talking to them and I was like, I got a question. Why? Why do you? Why can you guys say the c word, but we can't? It's fucked up and race. Not race. It's sexist. <laughs> sorry. It's sexist if we say it. Yeah. But because your accent's different, it's it's fine. Yeah. And so when I asked, so I asked, I was texting my friend and she was hanging out with her husband and her, her mom, her, her mother-in-law. And he said, eh, I guess it is still kind of fucked up, but it's it's just like a working class thing. Yeah. It's just like part of the vernacular. And her mom's take was, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. (laughs) Her take was, Everyone in the family, including like the eight-year-old, they're like eight-year-old niece and nephew, just say fuck constantly. It's like every other word is fuck. Damn. Uh, so she thought it was a bit stupid. So she was like, you know, if if you use the word fuck constantly, what's what's a more offensive word than that that isn't a slur? Yeah. So you gotta have it. You gotta have it. One up it. All right. All right. Slurs. Top five. Go ahead. All I'm saying is I think that we should be allowed <laughs> to say the C word. I don't like the sound of it. 
it's got too many hard consonants. It in is. It. It's it's, it's a just, vile it's word. It's aggressive. So. It is. Sometimes I want to say it, but it's. I don't. I don't sexist. think I've ever wanted to say it. I don't want to call. I just want to. I just want to say it. I, just, <laughs> I don't want to like call a woman. That I've got word. a British friend. I can say it. <laughs> I just. I don't like the sound of it. I don't like hearing it. It's. It does sound better when a British person says it. Yeah. It does, but at the same time, it just. There's a certain ring to it that just like, I get like a, like I hate something bitter when I hear it. <laughs> that makes sense. I can come feel that. Just, it just hits. I understand why it's a fu- it's fucked up. It's not a good word to say. Yeah. I was just confused as to why, if you have a British accent, it's okay. Well, they also so saying bloody, uh huh, is is like a. Not an equivalent, but it's like on this along the same lines as saying fucking. Yeah. Do they? They don't think that that's offensive. I think if you're like, because I think isn't it a reference to like blood of Christ or something? Like, so if you're like very traditional Christian in England, maybe you're offended by it because it's. I think it's like, like the kind of person who'd be offended by you saying like Jesus Christ. True. Would be maybe offended by it. I don't know. True. That's very true. Also, I get a lot of my British slang from Buffy. Oh? Yeah. From Spike? From Spike, who is not a British actor. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which is, I, a lot of his dialogue is very funny because he says the most British slang constantly. Oh, and Giles, I guess. Giles, too. But I think since Giles is actually British, he doesn't say, like, this sodding thing. Like he doesn't when use he turned like, it, when he the episode where he turned into a teenager he did because he got very cockney with that yeah one. he got real real uh, East London with that shit um, no but I feel like Spike they write him to have like just the most British sounding like idioms and stuff yeah because he doesn't speak like that normally so they just really <laughs> ramp it up and it's I don't know all of his dialogue is very funny to me remember when Giles fucked Buffy's mom <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> twice Nice. Wait, twice? Because they did it on the hood of the car. Twice. Twice. Respect. Anyway. Speaking of actors. Sorry. Speaking of actors. Movie. Movie. Yeah. Got way off topic there. Wow. I drink this hop tea, so I'm all hopped up. Um, yeah, so finished that game. Been playing Craftopia. Uh, I watched the new Candyman. Oh, shit. How did it go? I'm, I'm assuming better than the original. I've heard mixed. Whoa, things. whoa! You didn't like the original? I did like I did like the original, but I, I know I've heard stuff. And and looking back at it, I'm like, oh, the white lady's coming into the. Yeah, I understand <laughs> why. Like, it could be it's problematic. Yeah. I I did some reading about that. Like, yes, I understand why it's problematic. Like the the scary black man all he desires is the white lady and the white woman kind of saves the day anyway uh it's weird but also it's like i don't know the director had a meeting with, I, I was reading and the director had a meeting with the NAACP and they they gave them the, they gave the, the director the thumbs up they were like if a black man wants to be a, a villain be a whor- like a, yeah. a horror movie monster like should be able to like this is yeah. just for fun yeah in a lot of ways it did a lot of the under like it did a lot for that just like oh there's never been like at least mm-hmm. my memory serves me there's not been a huge 
like black horror villain or anything right. like that until Candyman. And like the way that they present the housing projects in that movie, like there isn't really gang activity. Yeah. No one's doing a bunch of drugs or anything like yeah. it's it, it it does break a lot of stereotypes but like also like i know the the lead actress was really worried she was like i don't think spike lee's gonna like this movie <laughs> yeah um whoa wow and a windows update what's going on update available don't worry about it though but as just like a piece of horror genre history i really like the og yeah candy man movie the new one I also liked. Okay. I think I... Well, Bob, you had a face. Have you seen it? No, but I've seen the original and I didn't love the original. Okay. Really? Yeah. So the first time I saw the original, I was in high school and it was on TV and I had never heard of it and knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like flipping through the channels. It had just started. I was like, Candyman, what is this? And halfway through, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This yeah. is insane. Uh, and afterwards, I was just like, holy shit. Like, that was crazy. I don't. And then, like, later, I read, like, I was like, oh, that that's like, that was like a sick movie. Um, I like it. I think it's like. I haven't seen it since we did it in the horror yeah. movie bracket. Yeah, that might have been last year or even the year before, I think probably. It was two years ago. Yeah. Um,. I mean, the new one, I think, deals with social issues in a better way. <laughs> that makes sense. You know? Um, Jordan Peele, great writer. Yeah, for real. Uh, he's brilliant. Um, there, I'm trying to think. I had some issues with it, and now I'm totally blanking on my issues with it. <laughs> uh, it's not super scary okay it's it's gory i feel like the the original one wasn't scary it was kind of more jump scares yeah it's more i think the original is a little more unsettling yeah it's scary I, think, I forget what my what my main complaint with it was i think that it it didn't feel it felt like it could have just been a straight up like thriller yeah, yeah it definitely had more suspense to it, it didn't, rather yeah, than it, like it scary. seemed like the, all the horror elements were like kind of shoehorned into it yeah mm. like it would have been better suited to just be like a suspenseful like thriller type movie but yeah it, it seemed like it got a little silly with like the supernatural yeah stuff yeah this one is definitely i would say m- almost more of a psychological thriller than it is okay i mean there is supernatural stuff obviously um, I think they do a better job with like the lore and the backstory kind of like because this is a direct sequel to the original one it's not a remake no it's a sequel interesting I like that oh um, okay so they explain a lot of things that kind of are holes in the first one uh, yeah so it's a is it like is it like mm-hmm. Two, was it 2003's The Thing? Where it's a sequel and a remake at the same time? Where it has the same the same story beats, but different characters? Yeah. and Is, is that kind of the vibe? Is it like new characters <sighs> and they know about the past film, but it's like basically the same movie? Or is it like, they do they do like a no, lot like of No, like they reference things that happened in the first film. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, it's, it's like 20 something years after the first film. 
they reference things that happened in the first film. Like, oh, when the crazy bonfire outside of Greeny, uh, Caprini Green, Green, uh, at one point, the main character is like listening to uh, the character from the first one's like uh, recorder notes that she took. Okay. So it's like, it's a direct sequel. Um, nothing in it really like scared me and I'm kind of a baby. I love scary movies, but I'm a baby. Uh, there is a lot of like shit that I can't handle is like uh, people's skin falling off and like fingernails oh, yeah. falling off grosses me the fuck out. And there's a good deal of that, which like, yeah. I'm like, I can't. It's just like something about it. Connie no likey. Connie no likey. Fingernails getting pulled off. Uh, but it's good. You should see it. I recommend seeing it. It's like an hour and a half long, just like the original. Uh, the acting in it is mostly pretty good. They have some of the original actors from the first one in it. Huh, that's cool. Um, yeah, you should see it. I'm waiting. The for ending it. is sick <laughs> okay it's fucking tight you should see candy man candy man stop don't candy man stop. you're not looking in, at your reflection so it's okay True. um yeah i just i listened to a podcast i was gonna say podcast <laughs> <laughs> with that the director was on of which one of the new the one newest okay. candy man and she's only done this is her third film or oh. her her second film she's doing a marvel film next year okay but she's only done one other full length film that she directed and wrote hmm um so all that was interesting she's also super young interesting um yeah there's there's a couple like plot things that i was like uh i'm not so sure about that um, there's like a side plot that they kind of seems super important, but they only really reference it like a couple times okay. and it, it feels like it is underdeveloped. It's like side plot. I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, please don't. Uh, as especially because it's as still it in theaters. My, uh, as soon as it hits my home theater. Yeah. Uh, let me know my, what you think. My online home theater. <laughs> I will watch it. Um, you should see it. I saw it with C word and Emily and there were like two or three people in the theater who were just coughing the whole fucking time my notifications must have been turned off so (laughs) yeah I think I I think you were working Bob yeah I was I was probably busy too right yeah probably I think me and Dewey were working together yeah we we were probably doing a podcast or something like that (sighs) friends list uh, it's gonna be updated with this one yeah (laughs) taking you off the top eight anyway i watched another movie oh shit who'd you go with uh, this time yeah i watched it by myself okay a likely story uh yeah i had uh i had the house to myself this weekend so i watched a movie what was it uh it is called uh the man who stole the sun okay it was a 1979 uh, Japanese film. I actually made my phone background the movie poster because it's so Ooh. fucking dope looking. Um, the director, I think, only directed one other thing. He was like, he did a, a lot of writing for mm-hmm. movies, but um, 
The man who stole the sun. Um, if you type director. in, if you type in the man who sold the world, the first thing that comes up is Nirvana. Not Song David Bowie. Nirvana. Isn't that annoying? Huh. Uh, if you if you type in uh, swinging party, I think the first thing that comes up is Lord and not the replacements. I'm always typing in swinging party and then I pause near, for a second near before me. I type near me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, the director is uh, Kazuhiko Hasegawa. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is like his second movie ever, I think, and his last that he actually directed. Um, what year is it? 1979. So the plot is it's been 10 years since vietnam mm-hmm. the world is a different place so the summer of love is in the past i'm setting the stage thank you keep going 1970 saw new inventions hit the market <laughs> such as such as convection ovens and toaster strudels was that right. in the 70s and toaster strudels. <laughs> Continue. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so now that you have the scene set for you, <laughs> 1979, um, the movie focuses on a high 1977, there was a heat wave in New York City, the summer of Sam. Oh, okay. As chronicled by Adrian Brody. That's great that you have your thing, Connor, but I want to hear more about this. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie Summer of Sam with Adrian Brody, where he plays a punk rocker in living in the Lower East Side of New York City during the famous heat wave of the 1977 summer. That movie sucked. <laughs> you know what movie didn't suck? The Man Who Stole His Son. Connor, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Flag Podcast. Okay, continue. I won't interrupt you. You promise? Pinky, Look at me. Pinky swear. Okay, so uh, it follows a high school science teacher who builds an atomic bomb in his apartment. Huh. And then doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> uh, it is a comedy of errors, you could say. Um, no, so this high school science teacher he's kind of weird kind of offbeat the students like him but he's a weirdo and he steals a gun from a policeman uh and then he and his students are on a field trip and the bus gets hijacked by an army veteran a i guess japanese imperial army veteran uh who is armed to the teeth and threatens to kill children unless they take him to the emperor. Uh, a long standoff with the police ensues ending with uh, the gunman being killed. Then the high school history teacher uh, takes the gun that he stole and uh, raids a nuclear power plant stealing plutonium 239. Mm, that's the good one. Proceeds to then refine it in his apartment, all the while kind of uh, exposing himself to radiation. 
Oh shit. Interesting that he's a history teacher and not like he's a, a science teacher. Oh, you said history teacher. Are you sure about the that? history of science? I'm pretty sure I said science. Maybe not. If only we were recording this. Maybe <laughs> if only we could play it back. Call call in and uh, let us know if I said history or science. He is a science teacher. Okay. Thank you. Um, so he he builds an atomic bomb using this plutonium. Uh, he then dresses as a woman, a pregnant woman, hiding the bomb in his stomach. Yes. Uh, leaves parts of the bomb. So it's basically just like the casing for the bomb and then some refined plutonium. Uh in the bathroom of this like bank i think and then he calls the police officer who is kind of in charge of the hostage situ- situation um and says disguises his voice and says hi i'm number nine i have put proof that i built an atomic bomb in this bathroom in this whatever bank um you'll be hearing from me so they go in or they say, why are you number nine? He says, eight countries have atomic bombs. I'm the ninth. Damn. And um, so I want, I want that. Uh, just, I want to, <laughs> to say that on a, uh, my, a t-shirt. Uh, so they go in, they find the proof that he's made an atomic bomb and they're like, oh shit. This guy, this guy has a bomb. Uh, so he calls in again and they're like, okay. We know you have an atomic bomb. What do you want? And he says, every night at nine o'clock, they cut off the baseball game to play the evening news. I want to watch the rest of the game. And they're like, we can't do that. And they're like, he's like, you're the government. You can do whatever you want. Play the game or I blow up a school. And it works. They play the game. Yes. And he's like, oh shit. And they're like, all right, what, what do you, now what? And he's like, I don't know. So he calls into his favorite radio show, popular DJ. And he's like, hey, my I'm number nine. I have an atomic bomb in my apartment. Uh, I got the government to play the whole baseball game instead of cutting to the evening news. But now I don't know what to do. Ask your callers. And all of this is in the first 40 minutes of the film. Of the film. It is a two hour and 40 minute, two hour, 30 minute movie. Okay. All that's in the first 40, 45 minutes. So. I can't wait to watch this movie. So, uh, there are about five different times that you're like, oh, this is, the, this is the end of the movie. And then it's not. You're like, oh, there's still half an hour left. In a good way or in a bad way? In a good way. It just gets, it gets insane. It's a crazy, like, it's very Japanese in a lot of ways. Okay. They speak Japanese. They... <laughs> it's like, it's got really good, like, 70s thriller mixed with some, like, kind of exploitation y film vibes. Okay. Uh, it's really, like, entertaining action thriller movie, but it's also pretty witty and very funny and also kind of just insane and outlandish at times. Is it is it based on anything or is it just a standalone movie? So I don't know. Okay. I mean, the director is predominantly a writer. He predominantly writes for, does screenplays. Okay. So I think that he wrote it. Um, Movies really are like plays for the screen. If 
you think about it. That's right, Bob. You ever think about it? There's actually a, a hardcore band from Japan called Number Nine. Oh shit! And I didn't know that that was probably as a reference to this movie yeah. until right now, which is pretty cool. Damn. That's so all I have. A hardcore band from Japan called Sand, and they have a very fun music video. <laughs> uh, Country Roads, the cover. I'm going to puke. Oh, I haven't? Dude. We're watching it after the pod. Okay. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, you should check out The Man Who Stole the Sun. It's R- Rate it. I'd say five, honestly. Perfect it's, movie. Perfect. It's pretty perfect. Okay. Okay. It's pretty perfect. It's got everything I like in a movie. I'll say it. Five out of five. Nice. I think that's what I gave it on Letterboxd. I'll double check. Are we friends on Letterboxd? I don't think so. I didn't I know you were on Letterboxd it. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, were you done? I'm done. Okay. I played a new game that you guys saw when you came in here. So it's no news to you guys, but for you at home, I've been playing Boyfriend Dungeon. Mm. I just told everyone at home that you guys knew about it, so don't act surprised. <laughs> but good, good work. We're we're, we're really we're just so, selling it. Being enthusiastic. Marks. We're good uh, friends. Okay. Yeah. Can I be in your top eight again? Yes. Thank you. You know what? I will consider it. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a space for you there. Mm. Boyfriend Dungeon is a <sighs> I, I'm blanking on the name of the type of game it is, other than dungeon crawler. <laughs> relationship simulator <laughs> okay what it, it's not that's not what it's actually called dating sim dating sim relationships <laughs> relationship simulation <laughs> video game uh <laughs> it is pretty interesting so far you basically come to a new town and your cousin lives there and they make it a point to be like hey uh your mom told me that you've never been in a relationship before and you want to be in one now so uh let's let's uh let's i'll introduce you to some people and we can we can get jiggy with it so to speak so like sex stuff you know it could go there we'll see i'm okay. I'm assuming probably because that's where most relationships go eventually other than to the garbage wait do they for some people like most people or uh some a few not everyone so don't feel bad I don't feel bad. I just continue. Anyways, in this game, uh, there are people who are wielders and then there's people who are, like I said when I talked about this before, uh, in in the vein of Xenoblade Chronicles, weapon people. I forget their actual names or whatever. I, th- I think they just call them weapons. But there are people who can turn into weapons. And so the basic gist of the game is that you're meeting people mostly dudes i've seen so far Mm. um and then using them as weapons in these dungeons you go through but by going on dates with them and getting them gifts obviously because i'm playing it there's a gift gift something in it but uh going but but basically building your relationship up with them you unlock more things in terms of like oh now you can do more dash attacks or it basically like buffs weapons by by dating them 
Hmm. Uh, it's also interesting because the setting itself is just in a regular ass town. So the dungeon is like the mall and, <laughs> and you get like text on your phone and you can go to the club and meet with people. Um, there's also like shops that you can go to to buy new clothes and stuff like that. And they do a really good job of being able to customize your character any way you want. And they have the ability to choose he, him, she, her, they, them pronouns. This is definitely in the vein and, and for the easygoing queer game space that you see a lot of. It's exactly what you think it is. It's like the, the dream daddy. The gameplay does not look like what the cover makes it look like. No, because the gameplay, it, it has that uh, isometric overhead kind of look uh, the same way that, whatchamacallit, uh, Hades does. That's or, the dungeon. Or, or the bird game. Yeah or, yeah, or the bird game. Or Diablo. Basically any isometric game like that. Diablo, um, never heard of it. But the actual like dating stuff, it, it's very dating sim, you know, you have a few prompts that you can answer different ways to either raise someone's affinity or make them be like, oh, I'm not really into you kind of thing. Which one are you into? Because I'm looking at some of these. I've only met two dudes and they're both really hot and like like almost to the point where I'm like, you guys are too cool for me. But they're into me apparently. What about uh, Jonah? I kind of like his vibe. Jonah. Who's Jonah? Oh, yeah. Axe. Seeking new opportunities. I haven't seen him yet. Like Jonah's definitely a himbo. Nature, solitude, dislikes, insensitivity, and city Jonah. life. That looks like me on a good day. <laughs> it kind of does look like you. kind of does. I get Dewey vibes. Yeah. Um, you could date yourself, Dewey. I don't want to do that. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be something a psychopath would do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, next time, next week. Hey, I'm, so I'm dating Jonah. Uh... I've only met two people and I can't remember their names. One of them, there's also like some stuff where I've also met this woman who owns a dance club and she's told me like, oh, this dude that uh, you're hanging out with right now actually kind of sucks. So mm. I'm sure there's like different aspects to dating and stuff like that. And it's it's interesting that you're coming into this game in this world where they're like, oh yeah, there's weapons here that are also people and you've literally never dated anyone before. But there's an interesting prompt that they give before the game even starts uh, that they had to go back and change because there was like people who were angry about the the wording with it. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but basically the, the reason I specifically highlight this and say that it's definitely that like queer focused kind of game that's like more popular indie kind of game that's popular now is that people were complaining about this content warning and i don't remember what the original one said but the, the updated one when i got the game was this game's game story involves exposing uh, exposure to unwanted advances stalking and other forms of emotional manipulation play with care and take breaks as needed so they changed that but i think from what i've been able to gather there's just a character in there who's kind of a shit bag who like follows you home or something i don't even know if he does that i think he's just like real persistent okay i can't speak to it because i haven't played it but apparently mm -hmm. there is like some weird thing around like oh you guys gave a warning about um a shitty dude but not enough and Interesting. it's 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 weird that that this game the developers like oh okay we'll like change the the, the warning to be even more like explicit about what's going on 
Whereas you think about games where it's like, think about if there's a content warning for every GTA game and stuff like shit like that. Right. It's, it's really just the people it's being marketed towards and, I mean, and kind of made for. So they're saying it's like pandering almost. I don't think it's pandering. I think that I just I just bring it up because I think it's interesting in terms of content warnings that one game no one says basically anything about it unless they're on the news talking about like kids are killing each other because of this but whereas like this is like because it's geared towards that audience Mm -hmm. there's more of a magnifying glass on every little thing i find it interesting but i also Mm -hmm. don't care if 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 the the creator wants to change their content warning go for it like yeah no skin off my back i know some people are like weird about that and we're like oh well they're just pandering to people but to me it's just like if they feel like people are saying it's wrong and they feel it's wrong, then go for it. It's their game, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not the biggest thing in the world. Uh, there's also there's also another one that's like, you re- you will in this game be receiving text messages from a character named Mom. If, if you don't want to do that, then just turn it off. Because I assume other people might have weird relationships with their parents and be like, I don't want to like play a game where I'm constantly getting texts from my mom. Um, so I do like I do like that it does stuff like that. Um, but I don't really have uh, an opinion on it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting to bring up because other games don't do that shit at all. And then it seems like this game does it like <clears throat> to a degree that I would never think of, but appreciate for other people in my opinion. Right. Interesting. What is... I don't know anything about... What is boyfriend? <laughs> what is a boyfriend? <laughs> Um, now what is the, what is the Kit Fox is the developer? Yeah. And they're Montreal based. Mm-hmm. Quebecois. Um, yeah, I was going to say those, those kind of warnings that doesn't, that seems like, it seems like a very Western thing. Oh, for sure. And like a lot of the the anime dating games are very Japanese usually yeah, and wouldn't normally come with those kind of content. You fall on Kasumi and actually, and accidentally get an anime boob touch. Right. Right. So, Baka Shinji, get off. (laughs) So I guess, Hentai, it being a Western game that's doing that style, maybe like that's where the, the, I don't even think it's a Western thing. I literally think it's just because the game is so queer focused, which I mean, is definitely it's a through line in these games that I've seen. Yeah, true. I was just saying, there's definitely like Japanese dating games that aren't c- cis. Yeah, I don't know if they're. I I think I think this one is just so overtly geared into that direction i didn't but, mean to say cis i meant to say heteronormative okay that's what i meant to i say. know what you meant i think everyone at home knows what you meant too thank you um i just find it interesting to bring up yeah. but but overall i'm really I'm, I'm enjoying it i just need to like sit down and play a little bit more because okay. i only played a few few hours of it maybe and uh i'm interested to see in all the characters you get because i'm like mm. and i'm also like if I date this one person, is someone else going to get upset? And it's like, when am I going to find the sword that I know I want to date or the weapon I want to date? And just like go all in on that. If you were to 
guess yeah what negative steam reviews of the game say what would they say it's probably a bunch of shitheads who are like you can't like, i don't know they're gay. exactly yeah exactly <laughs> gay okay but, yeah, I mean, but you think it's, it's that that I don't you know what I don't know because gameplay stuff that people dislike or is it only that I find I find the actual gameplay the dungeon crawling part a little clunky and I think mm -hmm. it is a dating sim first okay but okay. I don't think it's bad enough to leave a, a review gotcha yeah okay. that's that's what I was trying to get at. like is it more dating sim than a like, dungeon crawler like how like had a full boyfriend was like oh this is a gimmick yeah 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 is it that kind of thing where it's like this is a gimmick or is it like there's it's, an actual game there. I think there's an actual game there. Okay. And it's definitely not a gimmick, but I feel like if you're looking for a dungeon crawler, this probably isn't the game. Mm -hmm. okay. There's de it's definitely way more geared towards the relationship part of it and then the gameplay is also fun and good and serviceable, but not like it's not going to be like Hades level. Not, it's not like game of the year like exactly. this is, I'm going to put hours into this yeah. game. Well, I mean it depends. Well, okay. Maybe you want to play a bunch of different things like on this time I want to date this weapon and then because it does give you different options every, to say things different times so you can probably take maybe not multiple routes but like curve other people because there's definitely been some aspects where it's like hey you're a really good dancer and then like the questions are like or the, the answers are like you are two like just each letter like you are two like <laughs> number two and then it's just like is that supposed to mean something or it's like no, I'm not. Like, there's a bunch of different answers you can give to this person and, and like see what they will say. Have you mm. been ghosted yet? I haven't. Have you been catfished? No. I don't think I don't think I can be. What are other like dating terms? Uh stood up. That's, broken. That's ghosted. True. Uh, well, I feel like ghosting is not getting a text back. I feel like stood up is like, I'm gonna go meet you here, and then you just don't show up. Oh, true. Uh swiped. Yeah, did you get swiped? Well, my cousin has set me up with someone and then I met someone else while I was in the dungeon. So, no. Hmm. No one has swiped on... I don't think there's a dating app. It's lo it's a lot of like my cousin either setting me up with someone or I run into someone and then we're, we're like talking. talking. Interesting. Like yeah. in quotes, like we're talking. No, we're not talking yet. Okay. We just like meet each other. Gotcha. And then we meet up at the dance club. Explain dating to Bob and I. Okay, so it's really, it's really bad and not, <laughs> and not fun. And you have to keep telling people, yeah, I do this for my job. And then I do this. This is the things I do. And it's just like, I just told this to like five other people. Why do I have to tell you too? Like, can I just, and then, and then you get like five, other, okay. And then you okay, get the, calm down, and then, you get the, and then you get the notepad out and then you just copy and paste everything you need to say. Cause you're trying to speed run life. Speed run, speed, speed so I, run partner. I was, I was hanging out and friend of the show, Sam showed up where I was. Phone must be not working then. Just, he just showed up. I was wrong. sitting at a park. <laughs> and he uh, he Bob, arrived. You and I love parks. Unprompted. <laughs> I didn't text anyone. I didn't say, "Hey, I'm at this park. Come hang out with me." Bob, I chilled with you all week. Sam is the character in this game who stalks you. <laughs> he Just showed kidding, up Sam. with a person that I didn't know. Oh, now you and, put Sam on blast. Immediately, you were on edge. Oh, absolutely. But this person was really interested in in learning everything about me for some fucking reason. Probably because you're hot. 
I don't know. Maybe I I assumed I thought maybe it was like on a date or something, but I guess they're I don't know. I don't presume anything. Let's presume. <laughs> Sam, It'll go ahead and call in 804-286-0626. Let us know if you're on a date. Explain your anyway, life. This person was like, uh, so what's your story? And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. One of those types? Yeah. Cool. cool. I was like, I don't know. She, she's like, why? Explain to me in, in one sentence why you're an awesome person. And I was just like, I'm not. Oh, no. Like, she really wanted me to, like, give her the rundown on who I am, I guess. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what you to tell Emily you. told Emily about this, right? No, what? I actually haven't. Whoa. Yeah, what did you funny. do with that information? I was so uncomfortable the whole time. Oh, and I was absolutely. like, is this what dating's like? It can't be. That's... They just, like, wanted to know... Th- and she, she explained. She's like, every time I meet somebody, I, like, ask them these questions. And, like, if they're an introvert... Like you clearly are. I hope that it like <laughs> they get to open. Like you clearly are. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't. She's like, because people like talking about themselves, and I was like, I hate talking about myself <laughs> unless I'm on a podcast. Yeah, <sighs> and I don't that. talk about myself. I talk about what I consume. Uh, but yeah, like I was really. Nightmare. I was. I left quickly. I was not having a good time. This person was way too. No offense to them i guess but they were just they were very young and very just like i guess like meeting people lots of people and i was just like that sounds bad this this is a nightmare yeah when was the last time you met someone where like oh i'm glad that happened (laughs) (laughs) it's been a really long time yeah it's been a very long time. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's all I've been doing throughout this week uh, is meeting uh, fake people on a game. See, I like horror survival, so maybe I'd like dating Sims. Yeah, it's a lot like that. It feels like it. Because sometimes you say the wrong thing and you feel like you're dying inside. Are we talking about the game or it dating? Should we take a break? Let's, take a, Let's break. take a break and we'll be back with some news. All right, we are back and we have some news. Guys, it's no secret that the upgrading path that PlayStation is using, if you have a PS4 game and you want to get a PS5, is annoying <laughs> and weird. And I'm going to try my best to explain this. It's gotten a little bit better. Okay, so it's the Miles Morales it's Marvel Spider-Man's a- PS5 HD upgrade. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Uh, apparently, there was something released on Thursday or Friday about Horizon Forbidden West where the PS4 game was going to be $60 and the PS5 game was going to be $70, the normal pricing that they're trying to implement now. And a bunch of people got upset because apparently it was supposed to have a free upgrade, but they're saying before this new news came out, that it was going to be a $10 upgrade. So now they've gone back on that and said that for, for Horizon, you'll be able to upgrade from the PS4 to the PS5 without paying any money. But that just puts, this puts this weird thing on like, okay, so why would you buy the PS5 version if you can just buy the PS4 version and then just upgrade it for free? Yeah. So it's like, why is there even a skew for the PS5? Is what I'm thinking. I think they're doing this because uh, is, hmm. is it like grandfathered in? Like you can't 
Like you have to have bought the PS4 version like before. No. It's just an automatic upgrade. Uh-huh. They're they're doing with this what they what what it, Microsoft is doing where you can just buy any game and it will upgrade automatically for free to the Series X version. Interesting. Which I forgot that that was a thing until recently and I was like, "Oh man, I wish Sony was doing this shit because Microsoft seems to have their shit together whereas Sony's like, if we can milk them for 10 more dollars, then let's do it." But at the same time, I think $70 for a game that doesn't have, and I will say, you know, to most of these games that doesn't have DLC and all this other bullshit, it's worth it. Because like Horizon's probably not going to have any DLC. Ratchet and Clank, which I bought for $70, full game right there, boom. I'm okay with paying an extra $10 in 2021 for a game that is fully finished if I'm like paying 70 bucks and don't have to worry about DLC or any bullshit like that. Yeah. Um, same thing with uh, Returnal $70 I wish there was a saving feature but it's not that bad uh, and then a bunch of people also noticed that there are some uh, like physical editions of the game that come with like a statue and all this other you know crap plastic uh, yeah but doesn't come with like a physical disc yeah Hmm. which we're upset about which but i mean they've been doing this for a while and i don't like that you can buy a game and it doesn't have a physical disc it but it has a bunch of bullshit but you know i don't know it, it i i think back yeah at, you hate plastic figurines i hate stuff so i would never get a collector's edition or you're just mad that there isn't more stuff and that one of those stuffs isn't a game <laughs> the only the only thing that i dislike is when i play a game and i don't buy the collector's edition and i'm like i really like this game i want to buy the collector's edition and then it's like four hundred dollars on ebay breath of the wild is a good example of like damn i wish i could buy that that without paying five hundred dollars uh so yeah i just thought that that was interesting and uh, i'm okay with paying seventy dollars for a game but microsoft doesn't care at all and I know I'm a, a Sony pony, but I, I don't know. what do you guys think? I mean, it is, I feel like now that the generations are so blurred, yeah, where every game is coming out for PS4, PS5, Series X, and whatever the other one's called, mm-hmm. that they are, I don't think it was, like it was never supposed to be that way yeah and it's weird the like sidesteps that they're having to do now to like make up for that yeah it's just such a weird especially dance. with with a lot of these games also coming out on pc and there is no generation divide for pc it's just mm-hmm. yeah like is there a reason for a pc game to be 70 dollars it's not like it's not like wanted to I sure fucking hope not. Right. But I mean it's not like it's a new a new console and you can justify it by being like oh it's the PS5 version so it's more money. Yeah. Like it's still a PC game. Yeah. You just so fuck with just, the settings in there. Yeah, yeah, if my machine can run it. Yeah, if you have the base requirements are you still going to be charged $70? Or if you have like you know the newest graphics card are they going to see that see your metadata and charge you more <laughs> yeah i think I, I feel like it's just like sony's trying to 
move the needle and 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 the rest of and they probably thought like oh maybe microsoft will get on board with this but and it seems like it's it's either sony first party games with which they can do because a lot of those games are only available on ps4 or ps5 or it's like madden where ea saw like oh we're doing 70 dollars now cool 70 dollars plus all the other bullshit we do yeah I I hate to like phrase it this way because they're all a bunch of fucking dragons sitting on gold and we should kill them all and take their money and distribute it at allegedly satire. But I think Sony's just like in this instance is like maybe not moving with the times in the same way that Microsoft is. I think Microsoft yeah. has read the writing on the wall and said the future of gaming is subscription mm-hmm. sony's still stuck on all right every whatever 10 years we bump up the price of a new game ten dollars or yeah. whatever uh as long as we keep adding better graphics and new features um and i think history will will tell but that i think microsoft is probably right here that makes sense they're definitely like looking more into streaming they when they talk about their games they just talk about like game pass subscriptions and stuff like that and i mean what ps now is the playstation version of that yeah which you forget is a thing yeah until you're like yeah sony has one of those things right yeah and they give the free games too but it's like not the same thing oh the free playstation plus games yeah well and, and and i think they do a little bit better than that than Microsoft because Microsoft's more worried about Game Pass stuff because I think Microsoft has like a games with gold that they give out everyone but it, it, it would be like mm-hmm. hey it's uh, Plants vs. Zombies yeah the original <laughs> ar- like Xbox Live Arcade from 360 like shit like that yeah. they'll give out for free yeah I mean at what point will people stop be like at what point will people not be willing to pay all that extra money just to have access to an IP, you know, like yeah. at what point are they like, you know what? I'm not going to pay $70 for a game. Even if it's Sony exclusive, like I don't want to play it that bad. I'll keep paying 10 bucks a month. I guess we'll see. And play all these other games. I don't know. I guess Ratchet and Clank got like a million sales in like the first week or so because it's Ratchet and Clank, but it's like, will Horizon get that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, they haven't talked about how much Demon Souls has got, which was a launch game at seventy dollars but also is a very kind of niche game so i don't think only time will tell and and a lot of these games are now going on sale like i bought i bought assassin's creed for seventy dollars i think and i think the fact that you can't get the fucking system is is also going to play into like how this we got some news for that this progresses like it's i don't know man uh is sony gonna go the way of the dinosaurs on this one hmm I, I think don't necessarily think, think so, but yeah. I was just like, it's it's looking rough, you know. Yeah. Like the only thing keeping Sony afloat is their first party stuff. Like if there weren't Sony exclusives, then I feel like there would be no reason to have. Oh PS5. yeah, absolutely. But um, but my point is like, at what point is that no longer going to be enough? Yeah, it's interesting because I would love to have a th- uh, an Xbox one but then i'm like 
what games other than uh, if I got one, I'd immediately want to get Games Pass, and I'm just not that type of person who uses Game Pass because I will have analysis paralysis where I'm like, I have all these games to play, but I don't want to settle on one. So I'll download all these games and play them for like 20 minutes, and then be like, oh, here's the next one. I just like that's like ADD also. Yeah, uh, I I'd much rather like having a physical game that I'm like, all right, I got this game and I'm going to play this game. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff on the Xbox. I'm sure will come. That would be cool. But I think the main thing that Sony has is it's, you know, you don't have a demon souls, a ratchet and clank a horizon. Uh, um, horizons on steam. True. Um, I think the new one's going there too. Um, but you don't have like a spider man, you know, like these like big tent pole, like, this is Returnal, games that you can only play on PlayStation or Sony, yeah. like consoles, whereas Xbox, I'm still waiting for something that's... Halo. And, not, and even that, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm not ready to drop money on a an Xbox because no one else will have one, and also, I'll be playing Halo by myself. Because most of those games are cross-platform, yeah. and you can get them on, on the Microsoft Store. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. Like I, I, I mean, I could just see like future where where sony is just like a weird boutique thing right yeah. for like people who are diehard fans or they're working on the back end this right now and eventually yeah. next generation ps6 still can't get the five it's gonna be a chip <laughs> in your brain and you can just you just see the game you just are the game you think about it and then you Hey, it's AR. It's just a serotonin release exactly. in your head. There's no actual game. <laughs> um, That'd be nice. Speaking of serotonin releasing in my brain, uh, there was a Dead Space video that went up mm-hmm. that looks pretty dope. And it was really just the developers sitting down and playing with this very, very uh, alpha staged game where they still have like a wireframe and shit like that. But they were going through the original, I mean, the areas in Dead Space, but obviously, and they're they're you know they're doing this new game, um, or this this remake of it, and it looks it's just really cool because like it's a remake, not a sequel. Yeah, it's a remake from the ground up, but they're like redoing the game, but they're showing like shit that you never see in video game development, where it's just like yeah, here's like just a blank ass world with the character running around it, which I think is really cool because they're not afraid to show you their game that is completely unfinished because they're probably stoked about it and they know a lot of people who are into Dead Space are stoked on it. Was like, Dead Space kind of a cult hit or was that was it a real big game? I don't I don't remember it coming out. I think it I think it was pretty big, but I think by the second game people were like, "Oh, this is cool." And then by the third game they're like, mm, not so much about this cuz okay. and you can go and look into the development of like EA taking over the property and kind of ruining it. And like okay. I even think in the first the second one they're like, "Hey, you know this really cool like space survival horror game that like is pretty unique? Well, we need uh, a multiplayer in it now." And so they're like, uh, cool. I guess we'll just shoehorn that in." Um but yeah, I would say if if you're a Dead Space fan, feel free to watch that video. I need to play that. Yeah, so I have it. On what? PS3. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Birds of Play, maybe. Hmm. 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 October time. Mm, October. Yeah, I definitely do some kind of spooky shit. 
for yeah. October. I have a lot of spooky games, so maybe we can uh, orchestrate that. Mm. Uh, Starbound is definitely going to be on the Xbox mm-hmm. and nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we know, Bethesda has been bought by Microsoft, but there has been a bunch of talk around, oh, maybe that Starfield is going to be because they announced it before the getting bought, it's going to be on PlayStation. And there's just it's article I'll show where there's they just, said that at their at their E3 thing. Yeah, and there's still people who are like, okay, but maybe it's an exclusive. Uh, and it's just like there's a back and forth between people where it's just like, I think even one of the dudes uh, was like, "Hey, Uncle Pete," at someone. Uh, are you suggesting that it didn't seem like you were blah, blah, blah. They're basically like, are you sh- like, are you suggesting that this might be eventually on PlayStation f- like five and four? And then there's like, no, I wasn't. And they post like a GIF of like grasping at straws. <laughs> Cause it's like, I'm not, ex- cause they didn't explicitly say it's not coming. So maybe it's just an exclusive and it's just like a timed exclusive. And then it's like, I don't know. I just wanted to reiterate that. Cause if you had any, uh, last holdouts that you know this starbound game is going to come to playstation starfield starfield starbound is already out isn't it yeah it is let me change that real quick um yeah it's it's just like there's a a, like a bunch of tweets i have here of just the creators or like people involved in the game being like no it's not is that a todd game yeah is he is he the director on it or is he just i don't know I just assume he is on everything. Probably. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. I can't wait to see you somewhere in there riding a horse or something like that, like in Fallout. <laughs> Anyways, I was talking about before how, uh, you know, it's really hard to get a PS5, but what if I told you Toshiba was talking about it? And I have a quote here that says, We may find some customers not being fully serviced until 2023. So basically, not be in service till 2023. My service means the served. <laughs> um, yeah, there's just an article here saying Toshiba's warning about console supply issues well into next year, which makes sense. Um, but I just wanted to also highlight this that everyone who's listening to this, they're like, oh, I'll just wait for it to come into stores. <clears throat> C word. Uh, if you really want it, which you know you might not, you might not care enough. Um, but if you do, Warrior sixty four. That's the way to go. Just follow his ass. Another quick article I have here is that the co-founder of Wada Games, which we were talking about before, Wada. who do the like grading of games, Wada does it. Oh oh oh! For auctions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Um, someone had bought a game that was graded from WADA and then realized it was from the eBay of one of the co-founders and then realized that this this dude was like, oh, wait, let me go check my other eBay stuff that I bought. And he's like, oh, it's from this dude also, these other two ones. And then he goes to like his eBay and apparently one of the co-founders is just selling like a bunch of graded games that are all like obviously like nines and shit like that for a bunch of money. And so now there's this huge thing with... People now putting together that, oh, the co-founder of this company and a bunch of other people are basically probably just grading their games super high and then selling them super high. 
Because you can just, if you're in charge of grading, which yeah. apparently they, they have. You can print money. They they basically <laughs> say this in in this article, something along the lines of like, if you work at the company, you can grade your own stuff, but you can't sell it. Which is just like, still does not make any sense. Uh, yeah. At least that's from my understanding what it seems like. And uh, I mean, yeah. it's not any surprise that that whole system was incredibly corrupted, right? No. And especially since, like, I talked about, like, that video I posted or might have put in, you know, a week or two ago with, like, the dude just going into, like, a 52-minute video of, like, here's everything that's going wrong. Uh, that's finally being exposed uh, for real, for real on this guy's eBay account, which... I saw I, I saw a thing, a video about, similarly to the 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 games being auctioned at insane prices, but like art pieces yeah, being auctioned at like really high prices and just how it's like a loophole for rich people. Oh, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't know how any of that worked until I saw the, the video about yeah, it. Yeah. Like most, a lot of art is like bought and sold and just the whole time it sits in a warehouse in yeah. a box. Yeah. And, and just be- because, changes hands. Because it was bought for a certain amount of money that it appreciates in value. Yeah. Like, incrementally over a couple of years and then they just resell it. They never even it never even leaves like the the little warehouse that it's yep. stored in. And then they just make tax free like millions of dollars. Yep. That's tight. It's a cool system. Should start buying art. So all this other bullshit. Uh, it is video art. games are art. Wow. I never really thought about it like that. I'll <laughs> show my disc that has the license so one person can play this art. We should get into NFTs. Anyways, Dude. Alan Wake remastered uh did any of you guys play alan alan wake i played one of the other games from the fucking alan control. Wake people is that what it was remedy I tried to play control but yeah crashed my computer alan wake was maybe not their oh no no max Payne. they did max Payne too i definitely didn't play max Payne too a- alan wake was like a 360 exclusive for a really long time it might have come to pc at some point but they're basically doing a remastered and i'm excited for this because i really liked control and uh, I'd never played Alan Wake, but there's a lot of stuff about Alan Wake in Control. And their games are really nice looking, no matter what the hardware is on. And Alan Wake has a lot to do with uh, being in like dark woods and having a flashlight. So like that. Yeah, I'm very stoked to see what they do with like lighting and like already, like if you play Control on a PS5 or a PS4 Pro, or if you have a really nice computer, they have like ray tracing and like it was one of the first games that used ray tracing really well in all the environments and uh, i'm just excited to see how this game looks and uh excited because that world is really fucking dope hell yeah uh the last part of the news i have is that cyberpunk developers can't guarantee a next gen uh version will be out this year so Apparently, <laughs> apparently, them hiring people who are doing mods to help it, it uh, if you didn't know, it was probably some indication of this. Uh, they're still... It's just wild, because like, when did this game come out? And when was it... I mean, come out in quotes, because it was like it barely yeah. came out. And the, and the funny thing is, is like I remember when it came out, it was also pushed pushed back mm-hmm. even before that, yeah. like two or was three it, times. Wasn't it like September 2019 is when it came? Uh, something like I that. I think it was 2019. 18. It might have been last year. 
It was it was last it was definitely last year, but I feel like it's almost. Been I thought out it was for like, 19. I thought it was like late 2019. I think it was it was pandemic era. I thought it was pre-pandemic. I bet we can find out. There's no way. Cyberpunk two o. I could have sworn it was seven seven September seventeenth, twenty twenty. Really? Yeah. We're coming up on a year, dude. I don't know. Time doesn't exist anymore. We're 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 coming up on a year this month. And it still hasn't. It's still not a good game. It's I still and the only re- and I haven't looked into it, but I feel like if there was some news on like, hey everyone, Cyberpunk works now. Go buy it. I feel like I would have heard about it by now, but I haven't. So I only assume that it's still just a broken mess. It has to be. At Ooh. least there's probably some things fixed, but not enough for me to want to go out and buy it. That's it for the show. Actually, we do have a voicemail. Oh, wait! I want to read a, a Twitter conversation real quick. I'm okay. Read a poem while you're reading that. I'm gonna I'm gonna redact the celebrity's name, and you have to guess who this is. Okay. All right. Person responding to celebrity says, "Should we be nervous that you are building rockets, an army of robots, and say English will end?" Celebrity answers, "It's basically the plot of Fallout New Vegas." Who is it? This Elon is, Musk. Yeah, it's definitely Elon Musk. <laughs> this is sent to me by friend of the show, Germ. Uh, so yeah, when you're, uh, you know. Whipping your Tesla? When you're up in northern Canada experiencing a nice balmy winter and you're being torn apart by uh, mutants as you look up to the night sky and you see a giant screen floating through the air playing a Coca-Cola ad. Uh, you can think of 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 a young Elon Musk taking his father's gemstones from their South African mine, starting his company, doing wonderful things for this fucking country. Tremendous things. Uh, he wants to put a TV in space. Do we? Just because? No, he wants to put a big screen in space and play advertisements on it. You can pay for ad space in space. That's just so... Facing Earth. So you look up in the sky. That's... It's too far. This I won't piece be able of to see shit. It. I don't think you're going to be able to see it that good. Do you want me to read a poem? Yeah. Why not? Do it, Bob. This is a poem by Roald Dahl. In England, once there lived a big and wonderfully clever pig. To everybody, it was plain that Piggy had a massive brain. He worked out sums inside his head. This is a long poem, by the way. <laughs> do you want me to continue? Yes. Um, I have to go to work. Okay, do your voicemail. I'll finish the Roald Dahl poem later. Let's see. Can I have a po- Can I start reading oh, poems on here? Yeah, I'd love that. Can I write a poem? I'd love that even more. I'll write a poem next week. All right. Hold me to it. Is it going to rhyme? If you're hearing this, or you have my verse? phone number, text me and hold me to it. We have some voicemails. If you'd like to call and leave a voicemail, you can at 804-286-0626. And if you do, it might sound a little something like this. Hi, I had an idea for a bit where I call and I say I'm like some country guy's name. And um, I have like a country accent. And I ask what your favorite labor simulator is. Um, I guess. It'd be like workforce of some sort, you know, tractors or uh, truck drivers. 
And I'd say that mine is like Goat Simulator. It's a pretty funny concept. Interesting concept. I uh, can't wait to get that, <laughs> that so we can be answer a good it. Concept, yeah, right. Uh, no. What was that one that you at least maybe you, but I know Coleman played the truck driver one. Oh, American Truck Simulator. Yeah, or Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah, that seems fun. I've watched a lot of gameplay of those. It doesn't seem, it doesn't seem as fun as I played a bunch of Farming Simulator, Farming Nineteen, I think, mm. and it's. I don't know. There's not enough. There's no. It's really hard to break those games. Yeah. And that's kind of all I wanted to do in it. Yeah. So playing them straight is very extremely boring. I've never been into those games. I, I, uh, there's a game on Steam called Power Washer Simulator. Yeah. That there's one seems pretty cool. PC Builder Simulator. Yeah. Power Washing Simulator seems pretty cool because you can change the pressure and then like if you put it up too high then it'll like fuck up the gravel or something like that or like mess up the house. <laughs> if you're like that is true. Cl- cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> we do have another voicemail that is geared towards the flock bonus episodes of Bird Zerk, but I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Um, obviously you won't be able to an- you know what? I don't even think you'll be able to answer this, but I'll answer it. Hey, podcast. It's your old Uncle Kev. Bob, Connor, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, Dewey, this is more for you. Um, I've been listening to the uh, Patreon Berserk series that you guys put out for the last two weeks. Uh, and Dewey, I, I've been... I'm, well, I haven't been following along. I've watched two episodes. I like it. Down with it. It seems up my alley. But you guys mentioned about how it gets, like, pretty fucking dark. So, uh, like, as somebody who has struggled with a little bit of uh, depression through their adult life, I was just wondering if... Uh, like, should I continue to watch it? Will it, will it be, like, overly triggering or or what? Like, I'm doing great now. I'm fine now. But, like, you know, some stuff, you know, strikes chords with some folks. So, I don't know. I was just wondering. But really enjoying it. Uh, also, I have to say, Tyler and Bob sound almost identical uh, when you guys record. So... You know, uh, uh, that's kind of cool. Love Tyler. Pretty sure I love Bob. Never met him in real life, but I'm pretty sure I love him. So, you guys take care. Love you. Bye. Thanks, Kevin. I have a question. Yes. What is the derivation of the term up my alley? Depends on the contest. Contest. Context. Like up your alley. Kev said that show is up my alley. It sounds, it's probably something that he watches and is like, this seems cool. But where did the phrase come from? Like, why Why is why is it up your alley? Uh, the alley's name is Like. So it's up your, it's up, up like alley. Up, I don't know. Up like. Uh, I'll answer this as the same way I basically did and that Tyler and Ace did. But uh, it's not, you know, the, 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 the story itself isn't so bad or so dark, especially this anime, to the point where I think anyone who has dealt with those things 
uh, will have any sort of triggering feelings for the, for it. I can only speak to you know my experiences, but it's it's dark, but not in a super super dark way that's going to put you in a bad place. I think we talked about it on that episode, and I talked about how like it's we compare a lot of it to Dark Souls because Dark Souls takes a lot of inspiration from it. But whereas Dark Souls makes you feel shitty, uh, Berserk doesn't in the same way because Dark Souls is like you're putting yourself in the shoes of an avatar, which is basically an extension of yourself. So it feels way more personal as in you're watching basically yourself get beaten to fuck every single time. Whereas Berserk is just a, at least this 97 anime is like a medieval drama at most parts of it with combat in it but what if what if you look at guts and you just see yourself then you'll probably be like because when i look in the mirror i just see guts see a giant ass sword on my back i would personally i would hate to put myself in the shoes of an avatar they're probably way too big for me (laughs) is that like an avatar like the movie James Cameron. Yeah, that's a it's like a joke for that. Okay. Good job, Bob. I hope you're fucking proud of yourself. They don't wear shoes either. <sighs> There's no definite origin of the expression up your alley. <laughs> although the first recorded usage of the metaphorical that's a weird sentence. Although the first recorded usage of the metaphorical usage of that's a weird <laughs> sentence. Of the American expression dates to nineteen thirty one. It can be found in M. E. Gilman's Sob Sister versus Sorry, Subsister V version 65 and reads, quote, it's about time a good murder broke and this one's right up your alley. So I guess he's, the, the murder happened up your alley. I don't know. Well, that would make it seem like it was like uh, location based and not. Yeah. Not. Uh, Maybe it started that based. way. And then it changed. Language evolves, Bob. Well, it shouldn't. And I'm upset about it. End this episode. Anyways, if you uh, if you think that Berserks might be something that you're into, then uh, keep your eyes peeled because I think we're going to put episode one on the normal feed. And if you like that, then maybe you can head over to the to Patreon and give us $3 so you can listen to the eight episodes we're probably going to do of that, plus literally literally hundreds upon thousands upon hours of, of, of uh, cool bonus content. And we have some more stuff cooking up. Yeah, we do. You can listen to us eat cereal. Master, you can listen to us eat cereal and chips and French fries. Oh fuck, we did all that shit. Yeah, didn't we? I want to do a f- uh, food. Let's do it. Let's do it. Thing. We'll like talk food. about it after this podcast. And everyone at home, get ready to hear people eating in your ears. <laughs> I'm Dewey. <laughs> this is Spin Connor. I'm a funny name. I just thought of. Thanks for fine with us. <laughs>